that lighting. It doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's probably the gray hair in there, too. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's not talk about the gray hair. I'm going to be fully gray by the time I'm 40. You're going to be fully gray by the time you're 30. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, you know what? That's only two years. I don't know. <laughs> All right, people. Uh, thanks for joining us. Get on your uh, pages and give us a like and a share right now so you can get those algorithms flowing and make so that more people get to see us. And uh, the, oh, we don't have a like button. Oh, like and share. You probably you like, yeah, like. somewhere oh, over oh, there. Stop you the go. camera. Like and share. That's All right. right. All right. Yeah, we're good. So, uh, I'm going to play the song. I'm going to share it, and hopefully you will too. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger legs, join in the call. Learn something new about the Tuca Trail. Upstate New York, every episode of town. It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. We're being busy, but uh, I mean, it's beautiful weather out. Hey, hey. Did Be you? Beautiful. It's 45, dude. It's cold. Yeah, I mean, you can see your breath, but it's sunny. <laughs> it's not raining. I would like walked outside. I wasn't wearing a jacket. I was like, oh, I guess you should probably put something a little warm on. Yesterday, I walked out and it was just light. It was pouring. Yeah, it was well, pouring. it's been like raining 6 a.m. For, for days straight. Days. On well, days. I mean, we certainly need it around here. Yeah, it's been it's been really dry. Did you see my uh, my new beast out there in the parking lot? No, I wasn't even looking. I know. Is the truck out there? Yeah. Wow. What so is it? It's what? it's uh. What do you mean? What is it? What kind of truck is it? It's a it's a 2006 Tundra. Really? It's got the double cab. So it's got full size back seats. Uh oh. Bet you Hawkeye's happy for that. Oh, he's fired up. And you know what? My he's we were fired up. we were all talking about it and we were trying to figure out if you could um, if you could uh if he would be able to jump up in there because it's a little higher and he's getting a little older. Yeah. And I popped that door up and he's like right in. Oh god. Yeah, he's he's still he he's still got it. So uh He's not that old. He's nine. Jesus, he's pretty old. He's a Labrador. Okay. It's nine years old. He doesn't look nine. He doesn't look nine, no. Okay. But but he's he's nine, yeah. Hmm. Um, How long do labs live? Well, uh, long time, sad right? sad topic right now. My uh, we just lost my his litter mate. Actually. Oh, that's not good. So eight to eight to thirteen years usually. Oh, really? That young? Eight? Some of them, yeah. Wow, it just okay. depends. I mean, okay. mo most of them, most of them, <clears throat> ten to thirteen. But yeah, you, you know, it just depends. So I always think of that when I get a dog. I always go, "How long is this dog?" Because like you know, the, yeah. I like a lot of the bigger, the bigger dogs. Like I really love Irish Wolfhounds. Oh, they're sweet. They're the coolest looking dogs. They look like a werewolf halfway transforming. Uh, but they some of them only live to be seven six seven years old it's like i'm not getting a dog and gonna have it for six years and i freaking die yeah so. it's it, it's not good it's not good you don't want to have that happen um then you got like dachshunds that live forever and it's just out of anger it's just the fucking <laughs> 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 little dogs have more anger yeah and it just keeps them they going they refuse to die <laughs> they're just too mean to die i'm telling you those dogs are horrible 
It's not, oh, it's shit. not a joke. It's the tiny dogs. I just can't. I can't understand it. I guess the only one, the only exception is Fletch. Yeah, except Fletch. he has the anger. He has it. He's super sweet. And then <laughs> there's he, anger there. There's like something there, and he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I saw him yesterday, or not yesterday. I saw him. I don't know, maybe last week, and he started barking, but he wasn't even looking at anything yet. He was like trying to figure out what he could be barking at. <laughs> he's like rotating. <laughs> no, little dogs are hilarious. I'm telling you, I've. I have a funny story with the UPS guy. I don't know if I've ever told you or not. Um, so the UPS guy would like, he came all the time. Well, when I got Cato uh, and he got really big, like over a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. the UPS guy like stops his truck and Cato sitting there wagging his tail and it's fired he, up. He goes, uh, he goes, Hey, is that dog nice? And then the dachshund was outside. <laughs> uh, my parents miniature dachshund who weighs four pounds Emmy. Uh, and I go, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he's like, he thinks I'm going to grab Cato. And I grab Emma and I pick her ass up. And you should see this guy's face. He's so puzzled. I'm like, dude, this dog will tear you to shreds. <laughs> and take the dachshund inside. So watch funny. out for the little dogs. Watch out for Vicious. the little ones. She was put on. So when we first opened our distillery, Egan Markets. So you don't, for anybody that watches this, uh, a lot of people don't. When you do farm, you you don't fall under the health department. You fall under ag and markets because you're you know you're like you're a farm, so you're market. Um. Anyways, ag and market guy comes to the distillery without telling us. You know, we had no clue he's coming or anything to do an inspection on day we weren't there. And Emma was there, and Emma bit the hell out of him. No, and he went to the hospital. Oh shit! And Emma got put on doggy probation. She wasn't allowed to leave the house for thirty days and shit. Like it was freaking hilarious. Like, yeah. like by law. Yeah, they sent a letter, and like we had to send in all her like vaccines, va- and stuff. vaccines and Jesus shit. Christ. Yeah, it was funny. And she couldn't leave for thirty days. I don't know why, but like I, I don't know. She Make was, sure she doesn't. She was on doggy probation. Trying to reduce recidivism. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. She's like Cujo the Dachshund. <laughs> yeah. Hawk. Did they has has Hawkeye ever ever been mean to anyone? Ever. N- no, but he looks like he's going to. Oh, does like, he? So his thing is um his excitement comes out in only certain ways. Like he doesn't he only has a few ways. So he wants you to just pet him and he'll come over and like spin around and stuff. Yeah. But um, he will bark and growl and the hair will stand up when he's trying to get your attention to get you to come over and pet him. I'm like, Hawkeye, that's not the way. That's not the way. If, if <laughs> I, I could have just, pet him. <laughs> if, if he, if I could just explain to him that, like, if he can understand me and I could just say, hey, dude, if you just, do this thing that you usually do and, and leave it at that and not with the barking. Um, you get a lot more pets. Haven't you ever? And I could also take you in public. <laughs> haven't you ever thought about how he kind of picks that up from you? Cause you're not very wacky. You think I'm pretty prickly. You're not very like, no one wants to really come over and pet you. You know, <laughs> you don't, you're not very inviting sometimes, Phil, you gotta, you, maybe, maybe Hawkeye's picking it's something true. up. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It, no, it could I'm, be. I'm pretty prickly. I get it. <laughs> You don't growl at people. You just like have it. to make sure not to rub me the wrong way. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, he's probably, you know, dogs that are, they say that dogs that live on their own 
are more human like than dogs because they don't know how to interact. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, what the hell do they know? He's, They've never been around. He's had dog. a mixed life though. Like he's um he's spent a, a good portion probably a quarter of the time with other dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh you know, I actually had another friend that lost a dog like a week and a half ago. And froze. That's hard, you know. Yeah. But uh let's see. Let's try to bring it down here. Oh, that's fun. Well, I think we're still live, though. Yeah. So let me just uh, do this. Anyway. Um, ooh. All right. I'm going to play with this really quickly. All right. Sorry, guys. If you can hear us, we're, uh, we got a hard freeze on our end. So just need to get the camera fixed. Hopefully that works. You should. Uh oh. What what's the saying? Uh plug it in. Plug it in. Plug uh, it unplug in. it, plug it in. There you go, it's working. Yeah, but it's the wrong camera. Oh, is that is that the laptop camera? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh, don't worry. All right. Anyway, um They got you, Phil. You can you can do this. Hawkeye spent a lot of time with other dogs as a puppy. So when I was living in Minnesota, that was when I first got him. Is that and, where he's from? No, I actually got him in Dansville. Oh, did you? Okay. And then two days later, we drove across country. When he was seven weeks old, we drove across country to Iowa, and we spent a little bit of time there. And then, uh, don't worry, guys. I promise you won't have to just look at me this whole time. I'm going to make this work somehow. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, he he had a whole following there. It was great. That's crazy. Yep. And and I'd bring him there every year on the way through, and everybody remembered him. Hawkeye. Notifications. Oh man, I can't believe that this is doing this to me with the camera. <clears throat> We're like one of those uh, audio podcasts. This is like super. Oh yeah, like there you go. Like a regular podcast. Should I do ASMR? Jesus that, Christ! Think that'll dude. keep people interested. Yeah, you probably should. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let's see. <laughs> you probably should. <laughs> I'm. Oh you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn the camera off. Okay. I'm gonna turn it back on again. Cool. I'm gonna see what happens. So while the camera is not on me, I had a cool topic I wanted to research and talk to you about. Um, the guy was on uh on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, and he was talking about, I believe it's Sour Grapes, and it's a film about <clears throat> of deception and fascinating case of a young wine savant who conned investors out of millions of dollars. <clears throat> it's pretty interesting, and uh, I think everyone should watch it, especially in our area. Sour grapes. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What did he invest in? Wine. Uh, he was he was a young a young dude uh, invested in like a, a winery, and he just conned all these people out of money. It was. Uh, Do you think it's about somebody from here? No, no, no. I, I believe they were over in California, but it's really cool. I mean, we live in wine country. You could. Uh, um, he befriended the rich and powerful and sold millions of dollars of fraudulent wine through the top auction houses. So it was just like shit wine. And he was 
pushing it through. So that's wacky. That's pretty. But I mean, you could see something like that happen around here, right? Uh, yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. Just all right, guys. I'm just sorry for the delay. Just doing some little housekeeping here. There is a. Uh, I don't know if you know. There's a book uh, about the Finger Lakes called "A Cup of Sunshine." A cup of sunshine. Yeah. And that talks about like uh, the Finger Lakes wine region and how every how it all got started and all that fun stuff. So, hmm. is it so? It's historical. Is is it come up? How you know? Does it come up to today or? Uh no, I don't. I don't believe so. It comes with like uh. So, I'm I'm gonna butcher his name. Uh, Johannes uh, Kemitar. You ever heard of Kemitar? It's across from Anthony Anthony Road. Yeah. That guy, he's in there because he was like one of the originals. Uh, huh. I, I forget his last name, Johannes. And then it brings up the guy from um, Randy. Oh, newbie! I, I missed all that stuff, newbie. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, guys. Hey, noob. Um, uh, yeah, that that's a pretty cool documentary. When I watched it, he successfully counterfeited <laughs> some of the most prized wines. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What kind of wine are you making, Sean? You're not using Welch's, are you? I hope not. So, huh. So, Sour Grapes. Yeah. All right, everybody. Check out Sour Grapes. What's it on? Where do they find it? Uh, it is on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Netflix. I don't have Netflix, so. Oh, of course. So, um, <clears throat> did you do anything interesting this week? Uh, no, just worked. Just, just worked. I'm trying to get the name of this, uh, this book here. I thought it was a bit of sunshine. Like, I'm pretty sure it's a cup of sunshine. Cup maybe, of sunshine. Maybe, maybe newbie will know for sure. I, I think I got it wrong. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, there's, there's a book on the Finger Lakes, uh, Finger Lakes wine. Um, I got to remember what it is now, but glass of sunshine some 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 shit like that anyway niagara's and concords <sighs> oh that's cool yeah so it's, it's a labrusco wine foxy wine labrusco yeah what's that mean so those are those are like the native grapes instead of the so the vitis vinifera are the is kind of the like major strain where you get all of the um, popular varietals like the uh whatever you name it rieslings and um, yeah. Frankish, whatever, right? So yeah. all the varietals come from Vitis vinifera. Yeah, those that's uh those come from Europe. Yeah, and then the Concords and Niagara's are uh, a whole different strain that comes from the U.S. Are Ni- but Niagara's aren't local to here. So I right right. I, I, I don't know if they're local to here. I mean, we, we can certainly grow them here. But are but real? They, local. They're not. You're they're not European. Right, our real local grapes are called Dutches. I don't know if you ever heard of them or not. Um, and there's another, you know, maybe Sean and Nubia be a little bit more. There's only, there's two or three that are actually like here, like huh. they were like I think just here. You know, I don't know if they were ever planted or anything. There's a yeah, I forget. So I'll have to get my my friend Gage, who owns the Himrod Eagle there, and his dad started the first uh, mobile bottling, wine bottling in the back of a semi truck. Mm-hmm. But uh, he used to work for Herman Weimer when Herman Weimer was there. He was oh, like cool. Herman Weimer, his dad, my friend's dad. Uh, like Herman Weimer used to like 
pay him to smuggle in like uh, little grape. Oh, I don't know, like the little tiny plants. Like I forget what you call them. When like, like like shoots or like uh, th- there's a name for them. I, I don't sprouts know. or yeah, something like that. And like he, so they could grow them. Yeah, because they were yeah. illegal. Like cutting. So he yeah, would, you just he'd go he would go into Canada with a semi truck, and they would like load up with all these little soap. Like, it's like full of soap, but then in the front there's a, yeah. a box of these. He, he's telling me the story. He said it was seedlings. hay, and he would pack the hay so it was like all the way up to the door. So when they opened it up, the hay would fall out. So they'd be like. You know, they wouldn't even want to dick with it, he'd say. Yeah. And like he's like, and I was just smuggling in like grapes, he said. Like they're just like baby grape plants. And we were doing it and plant they were planting it at Herman Weimer's place. Like getting ahead Ooh. getting ahead of the game. Yeah. Was that like in the fifties or what? Oh, what was it? I think he said it was I think that's when we started to seventies. Have our resurgence was somewhere in that range. Yeah. He, maybe, maybe it was even the seventies. Yeah, he said it was the seventies. And I forget what it's called, but whatever. They are. I don't know. So I think the story that I've heard is that for a while, for, 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 you know, this used to be a wine or grape region. And then there was like 50 years where it all kind of just went to pot. Yeah. Not literally, but um, where it was not used for growing grapes. Did you know that the, that everyone in the region, uh, that Coca-Cola wasn't sold in Hammondsport for a while? Because of Taylor. Yeah, because yeah. of what Coke Coke did to Taylor Wine Company. A lot of people don't even know that story. What a huge story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, and it's not from the Finger Lakes. Um, so if you've ever heard of Bully Hill, which is used to be Taylor Wine Company. Mm. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Maybe Bully Hill and another because Taylor, Taylor's the, the, down in the guy that started Bully Hill. Like Taylor Great Western is is down in Hammondsport. They still have the buildings there. It's yeah. used as the boating museum. The now. guy who owns Bully Hill started Bully Hill was the Taylor, same guy. Taylor Wine. Okay, so it's the same right. wines, same right. same thing, same guy, Pleasant not Valley. same building. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they kept selling shares to Coke, uh-huh. and so, somebody wasn't keeping track of the shares. Yeah, and. I, I don't know what ended up happening exactly. I think there's a book on this as well. Um, my dad could tell us. Yeah. My dad worked. My Actually, both of my parents worked there uh, in the 80s. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Back at, or well, not at Bully Hill, but at Pleasant Valley at Taylor Great Western. You know the guy that owns, uh, oh, Wagger's Bed and Breakfast? Bed and Breakfast? Yeah. George Regal, Regalsberger. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You probably met his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was working for Coke or for Taylor Wine at the time, doing all the huh. all the uh, like I don't know tours, and then like they bought him out, and Coca Cola offered him this sick job, and he left. But like he he like went to Georgia or something. But anyways, yeah. So yeah. like people weren't drinking Coca Cola for a while. It's like no, we don't burned. we don't we have burned. Coke products like in this area because Shit. of what Coca Cola did. It's really cool. So he named that Bully Hill. And put a goat on there, all in spite of like what to, what Coke did to them. Yeah, there, there's a long story, and there's stuff about the label. It's really cool. I wish we huh. could get someone in here that's like, yeah, let's get really up on it because it's it like for our area. A lot of people don't know we were the wine area like way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, like Taylor Wine was huge, Great Western. I mean, just well, yeah, they were nuts, the biggest. Yeah, so I guess if you if you know who, if you can put us in touch with with somebody that wants to come talk about that, we'd love to have somebody. Yeah, if anybody knows so cool. anybody, 
Yeah. I, my dad, dad, <laughs> let us know who, uh, who you know that knows the answers to these questions. Yeah, Sean, champagne yeast. So the cool thing with champagne yeast, we can get a little nerdy. We, we never do this, and it's just Phil and I. So let's get nerdy about making wine, beer, alcohol, liquor. So champagne yeast has a very high tolerance for high alcohol. Yep. So they don't work as good as some of your small, uh, some of your rapid yeast, like your turbo yeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but champagne yeast can like push up to like twenty percent. So that's yeah. why they're so cool. Uh, it just takes a shit ton of it, and it's expensive. Sometimes they cultivate. You can get like yeast that are they like. It's really interesting, like in a petri dish. Yeah, I've that, got some that's been cultivated, and yeah. you can and you can learn how to keep keep them going. Yeah, I've got yeah. some right now uh, for my cider. And we had some that was pretty cool. Uh, and that way you can keep the same strain. Yeah, yeah. But the champagne yeast is is pretty good. Actually, I found out that uh, cider yeast it works really well. The, I got this brand of cider yeast, and it was it's there's wild. different there's different kinds of cider yeast. Oh, oh yeah, you, no. Can you, there's all different. Yeah. So I the, just can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but that that creates some of the best flavor. So hmm. yeast makes flavor. A lot of people don't yeah, know that. Yeah, like yeah. if you put shit yeast in like turbo, not going to get very good alcohol where if you spend the big money and you use good yeast. So with good. my, with my cider, I've got a few different yeasts that I will eventually try, but so far I've been using the Saison yeast and I really like it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know much about it. One of the cool things with moonshiners back in the day was, uh, some of those guys would create their own yeast like make their own yeast these redneck hillbilly guys they would find moss yeah and moss yeah like there would there because everything's got its own natural yeast sure yeah, yeah yeah and what they would do is they would put like moss with sugar and i don't know it was see what comes out yeah, yeah and like and if it activates you know they save that and make yeast out of it. crazy uh so that's cool popcorn sutton you probably never heard of him. I have heard of him. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, he's that the old moonshiner that's yeah. like 115 years old. No, no, no. It, he killed himself a long time ago. He killed himself? Yeah. So he's he was only, like, you know how he looked? He was like only in his 60s. Wow. He looked like hell. That's too many years of, he killed ha- himself? of hard liquor. Yeah, because uh, so he ended up getting caught making booze. And they were going to, they said he was going to go to prison for a long time. Like, I don't know, because it was like his like 10th time getting caught or something. And he went out back and shot himself. So, dead. Um, and there's Jesus. there's a problem with putting people in prison for nonviolent crime. Uh, yeah. 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 He'd probably still be alive and could teach everyone a lot of shit about, because I mean, making moonshine in the woods and his jars still go for, if you have a jar of his. It's probably worth thousands of dollars. Sure, and, you know it's yeah. just crazy because. Do you think people are good? Do you think people are counterfeiting it? I'm sure, um, but I I don't know. I don't know. So who knows? I, if you're dumb enough to buy something on the internet, you're dumb enough to do it. So. Yes. So I've got. A- oh, oh, he stuck his uh, his head in an oven instead of going to prison. Actually, I think you're right, new, but he didn't shoot himself. He did. Uh, he killed himself with a gas. Was, really? He was either in a truck or. Like you saying there, like the guy from uh, the death of a salesman. What's that guy's name? Loman. What is big money, and where do I get it? Well, Ruth, um, you shouldn't work for a cheapskate. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be better off. Um, yeah, 
Popcorn Sutton. When you come to our distillery, we have a huge portrait of Popcorn Sutton. He's a he's a man. Hmm. The legend, the myth. Cool. Yeah, when he did that show, Moonshiners, they got him to do it because um, he was famous. Right. And he said, like, they filmed the whole thing. And they did it before they ever started the show. And they, like, filmed him, like, doing it. And he's like, this is my da- last damn run of liquor ever. You know, like, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> I swear. And it, it was his last run because he was getting old and he thought he wasn't going to do it. And he got caught. Oh, shit. In that, and then he killed himself. Yeah. But, dude, the, the way this guy did it yeast from moss he would he would go around and find like parts of creeks and any part of a creek that had water lilies was good for liquor that was like his the only he would refuse to use any water that lilies wouldn't grow in it was a <laughs> that makes sense I, I mean i guess so i don't know if it does or not but <laughs> I guess well i guess they they're probably sensitive to poor quality water so you, you want to find something that indicates that you've got good quality water yeah it just goes to show you even uneducated people with experience i mean or he's probably he probably knows way more than like scientists do. Like just doing the shit that he's done and 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 having to do it the hard way and figure it out. I mean, experience just trumps everything. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in certain ways, I mean, he he certainly probably could make it better than yeah. any scientist could. Yeah, and he used some weird shit, uh, some really weird shit, like to do it. He had like a oh I forget what it was. Um, so <laughs> Sean, what do you say? Did Phil just COVID? <laughs> God. Should we do a COVID test live? Yep. Stick it in my nose. Anyways, he used the penis cartilage of a, I don't know what it was, for his like little, uh, what's that shit called? Why can't I think? I, I own a distillery. It's called a parrot, really. But his isn't really a parrot. I don't know. And what it's And then what it does is it, so what it does is like l- kind of so the alcohol drips out so it doesn't like oh, come flying yeah, out because yeah, yeah, yeah. you because then you can't make your cuts and you can't taste it very well because you want to run right. it low and slow. It it kind of keeps it so it's a stream instead of yeah, so, spreading. So out. he used like something like that. I I remember watching the whole it's funny, the documentary. It's huh. freaking hilarious. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Fun. Some moonshine. Moonshine in the woods. My first still was made out of uh old kegs, duct tape. And uh, zip ties, and we had a flour paste, and just to seal it up. Yeah, yeah. It, it was freaking not good. Dude. Sounds pretty unsafe. My dad, <laughs> my dad. So the problem we had was we did a stain. St- or we tried to get copper to aluminum, and that's a hard weld. To join copper and aluminum. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I, I don't right, even know right. if that's a TIG weld. I, I forget what that's called. I forget the name of the welding. Uh, but Jeez, that'd be... you want to talk about, and we couldn't get it to seal no yeah. matter how hard we tried. You know, we're like brazing it. We're doing all the shit we have to do. And my dad spent hours and like, I was like, finally, let's just fucking flower paste any holes. And we flower pasted the whole thing. The booze out of that was disgusting. Oh, I bet. It was horrible. It was how long, how horrible. Many, how many tries did it take? before you made good liquor out of that like decent liquor did oh, you ever geez. make good liquor out of that yeah i mean okay not not like what we make <laughs> with a real still you made okay liquor out of yeah that? we were making mashes out of buckets how long before it was just not completely disgusting that you would put it in something other than your lawnmower mm, probably took six months yeah yeah of uh-huh. like 
messing with it and everything. Because at first we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Just you know, and like the I remember I think I've told this story. I don't know if everyone else heard, but the first time doing it, you know, we're like trying it, and my dad goes, "This isn't even fucking liquor. I don't know what we <laughs> made. We made like some gross look." And uh, he's like, it won't even burn. It doesn't even burn orange. I don't know what this shit is. He's got it on fire. And here's the funny part, Phil. I don't know if I've told you this or not. There's an open propane with a burner on it. There's liquor going. There's beer everywhere. There's open open containers like this of liquor. We're we're partying up, I guess. (laughs) And we're in the back of these pine trees behind this like old trailer we had. Shit. And dad goes, look, this is shit. And he lights it. Look, it won't even burn. Look at this shit. And he throws it. (laughs) And the fucking woods are on fire, Phil. And I go, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, well, it burns. And we're like stomping shit out. And we're like, and my dad's like, Jesus. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And the whole time he's happier than shit that it's like alcohol. And I like, I'm worried. (laughs) You're in the pines. Smokey the bear is going to fucking come out and kick my dad in the nuts for getting it on fire, dude. It was, was you did that this year. It probably all gone up. Dude, it was wild. And then, so we didn't uh, mess with lighting things on fire anymore in there. And we started getting on our way. And then we started making something. If anybody out there wants to make your own liquor, Google these letters. U-J-S-S-M. And it's Uncle Jesse's Simple Sour Mash. And we found that recipe, and it's freaking awesome. So what you do is you use, that's how uh, a sour mash. Simple sour. Yeah, and all you do is what you, when you're done making a run, you take all that left, not all of it, you take 25% of the leftover back set in the still, mm-hmm. put it back in the other mash. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're using like, I mean, like anything else, like people yeah. say, like, one longer some's age, the better it is. So by the time we were, you know, you kept just good flavor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just kept using the back set. So the same back set we used probably our third time we went until we got our real still and it started coming. It was really good then. So, huh. Bun. Uncle Jesse Simple Sour Mash. Oh, that's cool. That's a good start. So speaking of potentially, well, I don't know if I, I don't know how I want to word all this. Um, But my experience with this truck that I bought was kind of interesting. Okay. And I kind of wanted, I wanted to share it. Ready. Is, um. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about it. You obviously went to Philadelphia last night, pretty much, more or less. Kind of in that in that general area, yeah. So Whoa. I spent, I mean, my dad and I spent, like, uh, he left at 7 a.m. to come pick me up. And we got home around 8.45 at night. You made good time. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, we were cruising. So, So anyway, with this whole thing, it was kind of a weird deal, right? So... Usually you buy a car, you go to a dealer and you, they do all the stuff. You pick it up, you go home, right? Yeah. Maybe even trade something in, get your loan, whatever. Right. So this was a whole different situation. And you know, I've been looking for one for a while. Yeah. And I finally found one that I thought, you know, that looks like it's the the one thing I decided on a Toyota. because I wanted something that I could really trust to be reliable. And I didn't want to have to, you know, worry about it being in the shop or anything like that. So so I wanted to get a good Toyota and I decided on a Tundra and the first gen Tundra. So I got the last year of the first gen Tundra. It's cool. It's got like the roll down back window, came with a cap, 
so I can, I don't know if the thing's long enough for me to lay down or not, but I'll probably be able to work out something so I can camp back there if I need to Nice for overnight stuff, whatever, you know, um, it's got the, the double cab. So lots of room for the dog. You don't even have to have anywhere to live now. I know. I was thinking about just selling all my stuff. I just live in the truck. Um, I could take the you dog. And Hawkeye will be fucking bicycles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little buddy. You ever, you ever have one of those little buddy heaters? No. I don't. They're not bad. It's just like a little propane space heater. Any flame issues? What do you mean? Like, could can it like fall over? And, if yeah. it falls over, it turns off automatically. Oh, so it's pretty safe. Then. Yeah, yeah, okay. they're, they're pretty safe. And it's got like a carbon monoxide detector in it too. If the carbon Whoa. monoxide gets too high, it, it cuts off too. And that thing heats up pretty good then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You you have to put some D batteries in it for it to actually blow out the heat. But yeah. even without that, it can it can radiate some good heat. Pretty sweet. Um, okay. Yeah, not bad. For, You'd have to put an air exchange in the back like of the a truck, stand though. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. I can't believe we're really getting into this. Like, it wouldn't this take that happen. much. It wouldn't take. Anyway, <laughs> ready, well, ready I, for I am Phil thinking, to live in the truck. <laughs> well, I am thinking about you know building out the back of it a little bit for trips to yeah. be able to you know, and uh, actually, Sean, uh, I think a three hundred thousand <laughs> mile Tundra would be pretty reliable because that's what happens with tundras is they those it's got the 4.7 liter motor i don't know if anybody knows about that but it's pretty reliable it's widely known as one of the best motors toyota ever ever made and toyota is pretty well known for having reliable motors i just like how sean takes shots at you uh sean loves it it. i get a lot of shots and phil doesn't usually so it's refreshing so it'll take some yeah i'll take it i'll take it so so anyway so i've been looking for this truck and I I found it online. I, I went and actually looked at one up in Benton, and it was awesome. It was like it was a sweet Tundra, and it was the same one except for I think it had a little bit of lift and it had some cool tires, and it was a, it was a little bit cleaner than this one is. Yeah. Um, like on the body, but you got underneath and they painted over the frame with something. It was like a rust inhibitor. They said it was like a was it rhino? like a self fetching primer the or rhino something. liner. No, it was like oh. it was like self-etching primer on the frame, but you could still see where the rusted like flaked up underneath and stuff. And I like that's the one thing I really wanted to avoid yeah. with a 15 year old truck that's a Toyota because they they they'll rot out from under you before they'll ever stop running. So, who make what what country makes Toyota? Is that Japan? Well, the um, they're actually built in the United States. The Tundra is built in the United States. Um, there are some that are made in Japan. It is a Japanese company. Don't they say like, usually the Japanese car companies own, they say that like, you know, they're freaking, they'll last forever. Well, that's it. So the only thing with the Toyotas is that they, the frame would rot and, and you'd have rust problems. And so, um, I'm, so anyway, this one, I saw a picture of it online. They showed pictures of the bottom and it looks so clean that I was going to drive down there and go try to negotiate with the dealer. So anyway, next thing I know, I see that same truck pop up on eBay. And I'm feeling pretty comfortable about it. It's at a dealer. They've shown me pictures of the bottom. I know that it's going to be mechanically probably pretty sound. There are yeah. a couple little things like the I need to put in a new radio, I think, because it's a little janky. But uh, other than that, I'm pretty happy with the truck. Long story short, I find it on eBay. Same truck. And it's got no reserve on it. So I bought it on eBay for like 1500 bucks under asking. From a dealer? 
from a dealer. Wow. Yeah. So this is actually my second vehicle I bought on eBay. The other one I had to fly to Fort Lauderdale to pick up and drive back. And that turned out to be a great purchase too. Which one was that? That was my Crown Victoria. 1990 Crown Victoria. Crown Victoria. It was bad. Oh man, I fucking love it. I still love it. It's it an awesome. It just reminds me of a grandma car, dude. It does. Yeah, well. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's okay. I just can't get over like some, certain things like that, like Cadillacs. Like, I don't know. It just reminds me of my grandpa. I so, I don't know. It's thing. got a pretty powerful motor. It's got, uh, it's I like got that the, Ford V8. I like the Tundra. So. 5.0. Anyway, so yeah, so my Tundra. So, anyway, I buy it on there. It says in the description, you got to get your payment in within 72 hours of the end of the auction. Well, I'm not going to be able to make it to pick it up for five days. So I'm like, all right, well, I was just going to bring cash and give it to you. And he's like, oh, no, I've got, he said, the guy's like Russian or something. Uh, oh, right? great. Yeah. He's like, yes, no, I, I, I have to, you have to pay within 72 hours. It's like, okay, sorry, this is going to be offensive as I do my impression of a Russian guy. I don't think you're, there's not many Russian people out there that I think you can offend on our podcast. Maybe. If you're um, Russian, uh, put a middle finger in the chat. For well, Bill. wait for the um, end of the story first before you say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, I'm like, all right, well, I, I'll send it. Uh, what do you want me to do? Like send a money order? He's like, yes, but it has to be here within 72 hours. So you have to go to the bank tomorrow. You got to keep doing the Russian it. accent. You, you'll have to overnight the check. Okay. It's like, right. okay, well, is there a way that I could send it electronically? He says, yes, you can wire the money. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, this so isn't weird. So I wired the guy. Uh, I, I wired the guy the cash, the full price of the truck. And I'm sure it was a lot of cash. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a substantial a, amount. It's got to be sketchy. To get I got a really to, good deal. To wire someone that much money. I got a really good deal or else I wouldn't have bought it. But to wire someone that much money without being sure? Yeah, so I mean, that's like, what I'm thinking. Like, I'm, you're was, not talking. You're wiring somebody five hundred or a thousand dollars. You're wiring someone a thousand amount of money. Yeah. Yes, several thousand dollars. Woo. I wired okay. him. That's pretty brave. And hoped that the truck brave. would still be there. Okay. But I, I had a few. I had like some indicators that the truck was going to be there, okay. and I'd come home with it. So, yeah, I figure you know we'll give it a try. So anyway, um, we get to the day to go pick it up, and you know my dad picks me up. He, he leaves his house at like seven, picks me up at eight. We drive down there. We get there around, I don't know, one, somewhere around one, yeah, one or two. And uh, the guy's like, it's doing his, his Russian thing. It's 189,000, Sean. Um, so he's, he's like, all right, do you come to office? And I go in the office and we sign all the paperwork. I've seen the truck at this point. Right. Right. I've seen it. It looks clean underneath. It's like looks like what I hoped it would be. Happy. Um, the body's a little bit rougher than it showed in the pictures, but it's like whatever. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it just doesn't have to be perfect. So anyway, um, we go in, we sign the stuff, and he goes, "Yes, good thing. Uh, you need transit tags to get back to New York. They're good for sixty days. We go to messenger service. So what you might not know about Pennsylvania." is that um their dm they don't have like a regular dmv like we have okay so or maybe they have some of those but like it's primarily done through these private companies okay. like all their vehicle services are done through these private companies that it's like a messenger service so they take all your information they give you your plates they give you your registration and stuff and then they deal with the government oh okay 
that's pretty nice yeah it's almost like things can be done other than just by the government so anyway um i go in there and he starts speaking russian to the lady behind the counter and i'm like oh shit like what am i into right now (laughs) (laughs) like is this some kind of a racket that like are they is this a money laundering thing are they taking trucks and just like you know cleaning money yeah i know I, sh- I don't know if i should say that uh hopefully he's not watching if he is i don't uh, know who you are so just kill phil uh sorry for right. <laughs> i promise uh it won't go beyond the podcast okay all right, right. so they're in they're speaking russian to each other and then i hear him like they're like most of it's inaudible to me even when they're speaking english and they're like oh shit like there's a problem and they're they're having a hard time getting the computer to work to do it and like it says the dealer suspended and i'm like oh shit what's going on right now i'm I'm like five hours away and what's your dad doing is he there no he he stayed behind at the dealership we had to drive like five minutes to get to this place oh okay okay and which is already weird because in new york if you buy something from a dealer they just take care of it on site so i don't know if, if like bigger dealers have that and this guy the the name of the place makes it sound like it's a, this great. I don't want to like say it on, but yeah. it makes it sound like it's this giant dealership. But they had probably like a uh, hundred and twenty cars or something, and it was all on this one corner. Oh and, boy! Okay. Yeah, it was like it was it was weird, dude. And they were all speaking. And so when we were pulling out of there, he pulls up and he rolls down the window. He starts ru- speaking Russian to all of his uh, mechanics and stuff that are standing around. And then we go over and. We like everybody there speaking Russian. We go over to the DVS or whatever places and he's speaking Russian to them and they're having problems and they're like, oh, we... so they ended up having to do a paper form because the computer wouldn't take it. And I was like, Shh. so I hope that that doesn't come back and isn't a problem. But you're lucky the CIA or FBI is probably like watching them. Like, probably. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm hoping that they don't come like the FBI doesn't come repo my (laughs) truck as evidence or something. But uh, all in all, I'm ready to get under that thing and rust proof the hell out of it because it doesn't have any under there right now. And for for a 15 year old Toyota, that's pretty rare. Who's the head of the CIA or FBI right now? Do you know either? Uh, Well. I mean, no, the DOJ is Bill Barr. Maybe you should just say something to him in the camera and let him know. Bill, yeah, because he can probably handle both of those services. So yeah. Bill oh, just, no, not uh, me. Go to Phil. What, what am I going to say? I don't know. Just... They'll just uh, take all the other trucks. Leave me mine. Yeah, okay. Leave me mine. I, I'll take a refund if you want, but you know, <laughs> I just I, I, I would like to keep the truck because it is I like it. I like it. <laughs> yes, Sean. <laughs> That's pretty much what the story comes down to. <laughs> so essentially, I may or may not have bought a stolen truck from the Russian mob, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't have any official suspicion that it's stolen. Did it's the just... guy look like he could be a mobster? Very personable. Um, he had a T-shirt on that said "Diesel" and then had like tracks across it. <laughs> was he a bigger dude? <laughs> He's like. He was like. Five seven, but like a little bit stocky. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like not stocky, stocky, but, but yeah, like, yeah, okay. Wasn't All a right. skinny little guy. That's funny. It was interesting. I thought, you know, I was thinking about it. How much Russian do you know? Dasvidanya. I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know if you like knew any at all, really. Or no, not. Russian. I know a little bit, but not enough to to understand anything that he was okay. saying. Gotcha. I know. Sometimes you shock me with some things know, you like, know. So I'm like, yeah, maybe Phil might know a little Russian. I know, here I know a lot. Of, I know a little bit of a lot of languages, but yeah. Russian, I only know the swear words. Okay, gotcha. And I only know a couple of them because I had a, a friend from Kazakhstan when I was in grad school, and it wasn't Borat. No, it was Dulat. Okay, Dulat was a cool dude. He was like, he was probably sixty. And he was a civil engineer in Kazakhstan, which I don't know if you know about Kazakhstan, but like that's it's in Bora. That's like well, yeah, but yeah, you know that was bit. like a big time uh, industrial center for uh, Russia and for the USSR. Oh, really? And I like they've got the Aral Lake or something. It's I don't know. Like there's anyway, so it's a pretty important spot, and. Um, I don't know, but he was a cool dude. He so he he came back to grad school to be a physical therapist in his sixties after moving here from Russia or from Kazakhstan. Tell me you uh, tell me at one point you asked him about what he thought about that movie. No, come on, no. You, Why no. you? I don't think you, he ever you saw. Could it. Not be a news I don't think reporter. he ever saw you, it. You need to get the hard info. We want to know what what people in Kazakhstan think of Borat. Talking about, I, he didn't spend a lot of time hanging out with us at the bar after class. So it was mostly, you know, you'd see him in class and, and newbies tutored Ukrainian kids. Oh, so are you? Have you got any of that Barisima money, newbie? So talking about Borat, this is a fun topic. So uh, the new movie, Sasha Cohen's new movie, the new Borat. Um, Something happens with Rudy Giuliani in there. Yeah, is, I heard about that. I don't know what it was. Pretty interesting. So, okay. So what they did was, it's freaking hilarious. And I don't know how people fall for this shit, especially someone like Rudy Giuliani. The, he had this like 24-year-old girl in the movie, and he pretended that she was a, a like reporter. Like, was like, hey, interviewing him. And like he's doing this whole interview, and she's so not. They conned him. Yeah, she's not a real reporter. Does interviews, and anyway, so they're doing it in like this hotel room, and uh, <laughs> just those two, uh, the reporter and Rudy Giuliani, and then like a camera person. Well, the camera person leaves or whatever, and, and but they leave the camera on, of course. And I, I've never, I haven't seen the movie. This is just like what's been reported. So the girl like tries to be sexy and like help him take his stuff off and i guess he like puts his hands <laughs> down his pants what or like on his pants and like was like and i'll tell you what he was saying he was doing after and then sasha cohen breaks through the door and goes <laughs> no no she she's not old enough, or she's too young for you or she's too old for you is what she's he was doing. oh yeah <laughs> she's too old for you and he's like yelling and Bruce's like what what is this what is what's going on and he's like they're just what? doing his thing. Like, have you seen Borat? That's in the movie. That's I. It's in the fucking movie. They say, yeah. And then so like, I put on the movie like two nights ago, and then I just fell asleep as soon as I turned it on. Yeah, because it was they kept speaking in in like Kazakh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he's saying, Sean. That he was just like fixing his pants and taking his mic off and everything. Oh, shit. But the way that Sashi Cohen comes in, bursting through the door and yelling that she's too old for him because <laughs> she's like twenty four years old, dude is hilarious i mean it, it's crazy yeah and he Giuliani's pissed saying it was a setup oh it was yeah, a, it is setup. a fucking setup yeah. dude you should have like, you used fucking your brain fell dude. for it yeah like there's you nothing illegal it, about what they should. did i mean think about trump like trump even said that uh he 
just assumes there's always a camera. You might as well. I mean, yeah, he got caught saying some crazy shit. There's always something. Yep. I mean, God, people don't fucking learn. Pardon my French. Dude, that shit is fucking hilarious. People don't learn. Does, does Sasha Cohen want to die? Like, I feel like Rudy Giuliani no, no, will no, pay no, to no, get no, you no, killed. No, 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 no. If he would have done that to one of the Clintons, though. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, you're right. You're we would have right. never seen Borat. <laughs> would have never made it. <laughs> dude and all the people associated with it would have committed suicide how crazy that's wild i can't imagine that's well have i ever told you my whole idea where those people committed suicide i think they really did you think they really did and the reason i think they they did is because the clintons pushed them to do it okay i really think i don't i don't think they get their hands dirty as much as they threaten where they say you know, I, we have this on you. Yep. We have that on you. If you come I've got up, this on your family, on your family, like, we can, I, we can do things. Oh, what about, did you know that your daughter used to do this? Yeah. I like, mean, just, just where they can completely destroy people. And they say either you off yourself, shut your mouth or, you know, and, and a lot of times I'm sure they just like, you know what, I'm just going to off myself to save my family and everyone else from the disgrace. Like I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think I don't know how hard you hear how that, Alex their, Jones. Their hands dirty. <laughs> I really don't know how much they get their hands dirty. Like I don't that. know. That's that's so, an interesting, uh, interesting thought, though. Yeah, because think about it. I mean, a lot of times when people are threatened with losing everything they have, I mean, or just being gone, a lot of times people just be gone. So yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Huh. I couldn't tell you, but. I'm, I'm sure they're just yeah, really, nobody really knows. they're really good at threatening. And a lot of the things against Clintons were that they they were threatening. People would come up and say things to people like, haven't you heard stories like girls that were supposedly Bill Clinton messed with? Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah like yeah, people would yeah. pull up and yeah, say, like, you're not going to you're you say anything. You know? You're not going to say anything about right, that. Right. You know, and, and ter- like scare the fuck out of these people. And just like to the point where it's like, okay, you know, and, and how much more threatening is there than that? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more that happened. So you hear know. that, Alex Jones? Now you got the real story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm far from it, from Dundee. I don't know what I'm talking about, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, that's true. That's why it's, it's freaking hilarious. And the fact that it was Rudy Giuliani kills me. It kills me that he would fall for that. You're a lawyer, dude. You're supposed to have common sense. Like one of the biggest lawyers in New York City, like the lawyer, really was. Well, maybe he was taking off his microphone. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> I don't know if the chick. I, I don't know if it matters, but it would matter to me. I guess I'm a little shallow. I just don't know if, how hot she was or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I maybe guess... maybe Rudy Giuliani's like, hey, you know, this is a once in a lifetime chance. Might as well make it happen. I mean, I <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking, but I can you f- or or maybe it was like. Wow, again? This always happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's the main thing. He's a man. He's a fucking he's a man. So it's not that horrible cuz you know, sometimes it's not like he forced himself on her cuz that would have been a way different. Yeah. If he would if he would have like went and like grabbed a hold of her and like touched her, that would be is he, a he's, bad look. Is he married? I don't know. Because then it's a bad look if he's married. But let's say he's not. <laughs> She's making fun of your best. <laughs> oh, that's it, Gina. All right, Gina, you know what? Uh-oh. Take off. 
I don't even think maybe she, I don't even know if she was making fun of the vest. I think she was making fun of the fact that you had too many buttons done up. What do you think, Gina? <laughs> Is that what you want? Man, man of the people, Gina. All right. Just like a regular David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, so. Is he really that? Here, I gotta be like that's for Gina. Um, <laughs> uh, is he that bad? Because the chick, if the chick was coming on to him, does it look that horrible? Really? I mean, he's, is he married? If he's not married, does he look bad? No, no, no. I mean, a chick in her twenties wants you, and you're seventy, and you're gross. Like, yeah. Pretty, All right, pretty sweet. Might as well. Like, I'm not gonna me, say no. Let me take this mic off real quick so that we can. Let me take off this mic so that we can do this. Sure. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think. Now, if he's married, it, it is a bad look. If uh, if he came onto her, it would be like, it would be over. Right. Oh he, yeah. He'd be done. Yeah. It'd be um, like, all right, Louis C.K. Yeah. I mean, you. He starts getting aggressive or anything. Oh my. God, but the funny part was is that she was like on him. He was like, oh, oh, okay, all right, <laughs> like, here we go. They were waiting for him to say no. Like, is that like what do we? <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Thanks for spreading it around, Sean. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Sean thinks that Jesse should put the vest back on. Listen, Gina, I, I I have to do what my friend Gina asked me to do. So she's uh, you know, she she she's out on the on the front lines fighting for Trump for us. So she is. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to actually give Trump credit for something today. I, I don't know um, if you've seen all of this, but, and I, and I don't know all the details. So somebody please let me know if uh, there's something about this that makes Trump still a piece of shit, but he, what he and his administration, I don't know what role he had specifically in it, but what they've done in the middle East recently it's actually pretty impressive i think that uh they've they've basically normalized have you seen this mm -hmm. they've basically um helped normalize relations with israel from the uae uh i believe bahrain and most recently sudan i've never heard bahrain bahrain huh okay yeah. and then there's another uh country that i think is is kind of coming up next too really and it it sounds like you know, I don't. I haven't heard of other presidents having that success with improving relations in the Middle East in an actual way. So, I, I mean, and it was it was brokered by the U.S. Wow. So, and, and I think part of it, um, <laughs> part of it was that I think there was a little bit of a I don't know if quid pro quo is the right word for it, but I guess we also took Sudan off of the. Um, state-sponsored terror list. So that's going to open up their economy a bit. Yeah. Um, but they changed, they had a regime change recently that that kind of made that possible. So anyway, definitely giving Trump a little bit of credit for that because, um, like I said, nobody's nobody's been able to do that. And yeah, Gina, so he's he's been, I don't know, I think at least twice nominated for a Nobel Prize this year. And he's, what if he wins one? He, <laughs> It'll be crazy. Yeah. He will never let it go, though. That's no, the best no, part. No, no, no. Is no. I love how he'll be like Donald Trump, Nobel Peace Prize winner, <laughs> business. Nobel Prize winner, president. <laughs> like, he's, it's going to be awesome. Business mogul. I am the greatest. <laughs> the best Nobel Prize committee Ever. of all time. It'll be sweet. I love it. Bigly. 
So our foreign relations uh, with bad countries have been really good with him, but our friends don't like him. So, I mean, we're like, it's one of those things where like other countries don't respect him. Like our, our friendly countries don't respect him, but the bad countries seem to just like move out of the way and do what he says. Really? Like he, if he pushes, they kind of fall in line. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's all trade-offs, I guess. And I don't know what, I mean, obviously you want our friends to like us. And you want, I don't know, like we want good relations with, why shouldn't we want good relations with everybody? Well, we should. That's why we want, we want some of these, we want some of these countries that have been kind of troublemakers around the globe to not be troublemakers around the globe. Yeah. But why shouldn't we want to have good relations with, with other countries, re- regardless of whether they've been historically our friends or not? Uh, something I don't get, Phil, is why don't we just want whoever president is to just do a good job instead yeah. of fighting to get them out? Like, I don't care if somebody I didn't like was elected. My main thing would be like, all right, well, let's, let's all try to focus on supporting them and make and telling them what we Let's, want as the people instead of, Trying to fucking kick him out of. Obviously, yeah. he's here. He's not going give anywhere. Him, give him the tools to succeed. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how does that make sense? This guy. Our lives are in the not the present. I mean, the whole. I guess whatever you want to call it, government's hands, right? Yeah. Uh, why aren't we all just saying, "Hey, I hope you do a good job." <laughs> you know, it's well, like. Uh, I mean, why not try to? Because we you, can all have a voice on what we think is should you know safe and the fact that they we brought it up on election night. When Soleimani was killed and the Dems were saying he was a good guy. Right. right? It's just like. No. No. That really pushed me was as he the, far away from that party. Was that the one I've that they were saying pushed. he was like an astute or he was like a a steward religious leader? Yeah. Or and, or, some, or was that a different guy? No, I it don't know. might have been a different guy. They were saying like what he did for for them was great and he was yeah. a good guy. Yeah. No. And he's killed no, more innocent Americans than. Our government, no, he hasn't. But no. he did a number uh, on on troops over there. Again, I've talked about my friend, but that doesn't matter right now. But yeah. I've never been pushed more away from a party than then. Because I was always like, you know, I like some of their ideas. And then I was just like, if just to get back at Trump, you're going to say that a murderer is a good guy. It's silly. It's silly because when Barack went and killed uh, Osama bin Laden yeah. or whatever, uh, Saddam, wh- whoever, which one? We all, everyone was like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Good job. Now, if Trump did it, can you imagine? It, they would pick it apart. If he did it in Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Without, without getting. Oh, he, he went, he, those, that is a sovereign country. Yeah. We didn't get their permission. Yeah. To take out the world's leading asshole. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so silly that I, I feel like, I don't know. Cause I do, I grew up in a really red, you know, Dundee is like Republican. Um, as it gets, and every time Obama did something like that, there was no no one said anything bad no, about it. Everyone was no. like, you know, good job. But I'm telling you, switch switch roles. So, yeah, no, yeah. I I guess there are a couple things though, is that people might define success differently. Like they don't want necessarily. I never want. There's never there's never been a president that I wanted for them to get everything that they wanted to get. Yeah. Because that's not what I consider success. And that, I mean, they might consider that success though. Like yeah. Trump in a lot of ways, that's kind of how he defines a success is how many wins he gets. Right. And actually pretty much everybody in politics right now defines it by how many wins they get, yeah. which is why they don't work together, which is why, you know, when you look at um, 
the House and the Senate, they intentionally make sure that whatever bill they put up will not be supported by the other party. Right. Even if it means that they know that it'll get shot down. They don't want to work together because they want to get a win. Or if they get a loss, they want to be able to blame it on the other team. Yeah. And and that really is that's hurt us as a country a lot. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I try to think back to the Obama administration and the only thing that I can remember that was really hardcore was the birther, uh, you know, where where was Obama from and all that. But I mean, it was kind of silly, and we all were like... That was Trump's uh, entry to the political stage. Yeah. Um, leading the birthers. And half the Republicans weren't on board. Like, they were yeah. all like... Well, it was kind of gross. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Uh, and the, the one lady that said that he was a... He's a Muslim. Yeah. It, and McCain was like, no, he's not. Yeah. Relax. I, I mean, it, it was the whole thing. That wasn't even... And then you go... Then you switch sides, and it's like... Vicious. Yeah. Like it's vicious. Like, do you remember the last time people had to put nails under their political signs and razor blades and like shock? Like, because people are that they're ripping things to shreds. So I mean, they're going in people are doing that, stealing people's stealing people's signs and running them over and shit. And so people are having to like defend their signs with like <laughs> weapons. Yeah, it's Did nice. I tell you what happened with my with my coworkers with the the sign incident with Gina? Yeah. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did tell me your boss. Did I tell did I tell them? Yeah. yeah. I think you did. Yeah. Right. It was uh yeah. Gina uh I know Gina's watching us live. Um Gina, are you still riding with Biden? I, she left that sign out there for a while. I think no, uh, I think it got taken down eventually, though. I, I, you're not going to like this, but I think Gina could take you. Uh, take me where? No, like she might be able to beat you up. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I, I, I'd be careful. I'd be careful. I, I, I don't think, know. So here's the thing, right? This you, is you just don't want like, her to beat you up at work. That's not a good look. No, so. no, I don't think she'd beat me up at work. But I think <laughs> it would be outside of work is, I, <laughs> at the here, playground. I think that she would. Uh, like she probably could just because she'd be more aggressive than me, you oh, know. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's always the the thing with some of these fights. Like you you look at a couple people and you're like, obviously, that person's bigger than that person, but the that the, li- the little yeah, yeah, and like maybe even the big person's a better fighter, right? But the little person's like not gonna hold back at all to try not to right. hurt. The, like they're just gonna go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Gina had that sign up. Gina was riding with Biden for two weeks and she had the Biden signs right next to the Trump signs. Yeah. I actually, I saw a few Joe Jorgensen signs on my way down to Philly. Really? Yeah. I didn't actually go into, I went to Levittown. It was a little bit outside of Philly, but uh, we, we went actually through Trenton, New Jersey. Phil keeps her calm. There you go. Gina, listen, just add like vegetables to his food. I do. Just like hide, (laughs) hide like little vegetables in his food. Get, get them. With the vegetables. Hide the Take vegetables. Them Take them food. down. I tell you what, actually, <laughs> um, I was so tempted yesterday to eat uh, a plant food, but I, I restrained myself. I only ate meat, but I went down to the new bakery in town. Have you been down there yet? No, I really want to go. So the Blue Heron Bakery, they're not open today. Um, they're open seven to two, Monday through Saturday. Have you ever met the owners there? Mm-mm. Okay, so I want to see if they'll make the uh, like our sub rolls and stuff. I don't know how what kind of baking they're doing, but I want to see if maybe they'll do brioche buns because I'd much rather use dude, local. 
Yeah. Then no. here, but I don't want to throw a lot on them already. Right. I'm sure they're going to be like, Oh Jesus, we're just getting going. I mean, well, so. I know that they'd had some issues trying to get things up with their oven and stuff, but, yeah. uh, I'll tell you, I got, they have like regular coffee. It's not like all the fancy coffees. It's like, they've got like Cuca sunrise, Cuca coffee roasters or whatever. Yeah. It's good. Sweet. It's like a dollar, dollar 70 for a cup. And, uh, They've got these like they had these apple danishes Ooh. and these different croissants. They had like uh, chocolate chip croissants and God, they I think they had plain croissants. And then they had these they had like a savory croissant with like Gruyere and something else. I don't even know. And uh, and they have like baguettes and stuff. I'm sure they they bake a lot of bread down there, so that that might yeah. be a good spot for you. But um, so I ended up, I bought the chocolate chip croissant and the, the apple Danish for my dad for, you know. Yeah. So he said they were good. There and go. um, so anyway, that was the review. And <laughs> that was the review. The, the folks down there, the, the real review is the folks down there are some of the nicest people I've ever met. Really? I met them twice. Um, did you, you don't top, have to say it on the podcast, but did you figure out, do you know their names? Yeah. yeah uh, okay. Like, unless you want to, I don't. I don't, know. I don't see why not. Okay. Yeah. Cat uh, and Todd Hatch. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. Um, and okay. but I was actually I was curious. I got to. I didn't get a chance to really talk to him yet. But we've got a lot of hatches down in my neck of the woods where I grew up. So I'm curious if if there are any uh, any relation to any of that. But the bread looks delicious. The bread looks really good. Man. Everything down there looks incredible and it smells inc- especially first thing in the morning. It smells so good. That's so cool to have like a real like I, I do love Sabrina's. It's mostly sweets. Oh yeah. I'm not really into sweets. Yeah. Uh, I like champagne cupcakes though. Those are fucking good. I don't know if you've ever had hers or not. But a real bakery is so cool. I guarantee if they if they do that right I mean that's going to be everyone's stop because like my mom when she goes to Rochester or like somewhere like where you can get fresh baked bread uh-huh. like or Wegmans or something, like yeah like always always huh. get why I mean why wouldn't you if you're you can have bread with everything like yeah the big thing my family you does get is the spreads just bread with oil salt and pepper mm-hmm. and you just like eat bread like have wine and like that'll be like sometimes that was like my dinner like just some bread and oil and like drink like yeah well, I mean I should talk to Marianne about it too yeah she might she might uh, be into that yeah you have, I mean I'm sure you've been to some here's a chain restaurant uh it's in Rochester it's the Italian it's got like the what, shit I forget what the hell it's called it doesn't matter Olive oh. Garden no 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 way way fancier Delmonico's no. You know what? I don't know what it is. I'll have to huh. look it up. Macaroni Anyways. grill. Yes. Yeah. There we go. The <laughs> macaroni grill. Um, like that's their thing. Like what when you go like the like fresh baked bread, the yeah. oils, all the like Subway. And like <laughs> in Italy, like I was talking to like this Italian guy. He told me like a lot of times they don't even eat dinner. Like that's right. their dinners. Bread they go get a bread, bread and oil yeah. or like some some bread and then lunch is like when they like do their thing like mm-hmm. that's like huge and then at night they just like drink and eat bread i'm like fuck yeah 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 i could get down i mean yeah. you couldn't but it sounds fun to me so i don't know but they were some of the nicest people i went in there and you could eat lard yeah can you what happens if you bake lard it melts but what is... <laughs> it's just fat yeah it yeah, just melts but... it's rendered fat so it'll just melt entirely that's true 
You just have a bowl of What if you just fat. eat bone marrow then? You just bake bone marrow and eat it with a spoon. That would, yeah, it would be the same thing. It would just melt. Yeah, but it would be delicious though this time. Oh, yeah, it would be delicious. Yeah. I mean, I could I could just eat meat. No, because it's got to be, you can't eat a full meal. You'd have to eat something that's like, you know, light with your wine. I just get the Have you ever had bone charcuterie. marrow? You just get the charcuterie. You ever yeah. had bone marrow? Yeah. Yeah, you just get the charcuterie. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, charcuterie would be good. Yeah, yeah. but you kind of. I always get the or the get, no, no get grapes, the, the hot ham, capicola. Yeah, yeah. You get the. I didn't even think about that. No crackers yeah. or grapes, but salamis are discouraged. It's like any kind of processed meat is discouraged on this diet, but I like okay. I don't care. Like I don't have to be like I don't have to be perfect. Yeah, just pretty good. I like the way you do it. That like sometimes you're like you know what today I will you know. I, it's not yeah. like you do it all the time. Just some right. days you do. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll have something else. And that's how you I'm make sure that you it. don't binge. Because like that's a big thing. Is they safely like restrict everything like all the time that so people break because you're like, I don't it's think it's good I, to give in every once in a while. Right? I just don't think I will though because I well because you give in not, every not, once not, in a while. not even just because I give in every once in a while, but because I'm not even really giving in. I'm just like, oh, you know what? Like, yeah, I could go for some Welsh cakes today. Those look pretty good. Um, but I don't get cravings anymore. Like uh, this is this is a diet that completely eliminates cravings. When do we get to raw meat only? That's got to be next. That's the next extreme. I, I mean, it would be more extreme. I don't know. Like, I, just raw meat. I don't think I'm gonna switch. To when the raw only meat. way you can eat is to kill it with your bare hands. So you like got to go out there and like. Just can I use hunt a knife? Squirrels? Or do I have to like? No, you have to bite it. To you put to, it you to, in a headlock. Bite it. <laughs> You and Hawkeye out there, hunt. You guys, you guys got it. Hawkeye would be better than me. Yeah, well, I mean that's the only way you can eat. That should be a challenge. That's the true carnivore diet. I like it. I think that's. I think you should try it for a week. I don't know because I. I mean, I think some <laughs> of the animals that I eat, I'd, I'd really like to have at least. Could I use a rock? I don't know. I mean, like, it'd be really hard to kill a deer with your bare hands. You'd, yeah, because a deer would kill me before I would no, kill it. No, no. Bare hands. No, no. Have you seen those? Have you seen the videos of like when a buck will kill you? Like something you seen, with testosterone. Have you but seen a with doe? Have you seen with a doe that just like uh, is going after a hunter? Have you seen those videos? Yeah, but the hunter's not trying to really. They just try to push it. They're away. like, but they're like, pop, 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, they're trying. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they, like they get really beat up by these doe. And I'm, I'm not gonna try to pretend that I'm tough in that, but I'm pretty sure I could take a doe. Like I'm, I'm putting my money on it. Do you think she, you could kill she, it? Oh, oh yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. What if you'd like, but you'd have to get the jump on it because you'd have to be behind it. If you got in front of it, there's no, you'd have no chance. Well, I, dude, I I was thinking if actually, if you reached up and it's going to sound silly (laughs) and put it in a guillotine, you'd probably kill it really quick. Like with your legs? Like if you wrapped your legs around it and then guillotined it with your hand, I'm pretty sure you would choke it out before you know what to do. You'd restrict it. I mean, think about it. You really would. It'd be restricted. You, but when's the last time you felt? I mean, last year, right? Yeah. So, like, when you felt a deer's neck, they're substantial. They're not human. Like, we've got these well, puny I, little necks. I wish I knew they've who got was, substantial. Necks. Who was watching and who I would gross out so I could tell a story about deer necks. Like everybody, if you don't want to hear about deer necks, earmuffs. Yeah, because so this gonna get a little gruesome. So I myself have tried tried to slit a deer's throat about eight times and without it a doe without it dying once it was shot you know what i mean once yeah. it's shot because yeah. that's the humane it's just a quick usually sure dude 
you got to get deep enough dude i went and it was just you know and i was like oh okay like thought she was dead no and i watched the same thing with my dad and my dad's way more aggressive about oh. me he's like uh like i swear my dad's like killed people like he's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ, dad! He like gets enjoyment, like wipes blood on himself. I'm like, okay, dad, let's Jesus. let's go back home. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, dad. So uh, no, but yeah, so yeah, I mean they're pretty tough. But I still I still like all of our chances against a doe. Like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think Rudy Giuliani could take a doe. Only if it started undressing him. He'd have to take <laughs> off his microphone first, though. <laughs> He'd have to take off his microphone That's not first. a WWE move, Gina. That is that is Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's a guillotine. <laughs> I'm going to oh. WWE it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you give it the elbow. <laughs> oh, God. Where's Sean? I'm sure Sean agrees. We can take we can take dough, Sean. Sean could take a dough. I don't know. Sean, oh, man. I'd give Sean a better chance than either one of us. Or he can take the does down. But Sean could also take one at 700 yards. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I've just. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not all that afraid of wild animals like that. I mean, I would be way more afraid of like a bear. Like, fuck that. Like, that would be. Like a black bear? Like a fighting it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. They'd probably just like. They'd be like, oh, oh yeah, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Sean would rather just shoot it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I Listen, I'm telling you, I, I feel I feel confident in the food chain of walking in New York State until black bears start coming around. It's a little like, you know, maybe maybe you do need a gun here and there. Like like what what's your for the deer or for the for the bears that we have here mm-hmm. in, in this area? Like, what's your baseline caliber? Oh, you could, I mean, well, you could take it with a 243. That's yeah, a pretty yeah, small yeah. caliber. Good shot. Yeah, I did. mean, 243, yeah, that'll hammer it. That's small caliber. You could you could but, crush one with a 20 gauge. Oh, shotguns, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you, I mean, you you're, could, you're not going to take a rimfire and kill it, though, unless you shoot it in the eye what about, head or something. What about, with a, what about with a pistol? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. What, like, if you could, like, what would be your, what, like, what would be your low, like, your threshold for a pistol? Mm, I mean... How many shots? Do you have? Nine millimeter will take to get the job done. How many shots are you talking? Uh, how many shots are you going to get off before uh, it gets to you? Oh, oh, I'm being attacked. Maybe. Oh, Jesus! I don't know. I really, I would really rather have my 45, but I, I don't know. So, okay. yeah, I would say, I would say, you know, there's bears are squishy. I think, yeah, they, yeah. they're. Their vitals are they're pretty so easy fast, to get to. Though. They're so fast. That's not the scary part. The scary part is that they don't make any noise. And they're that big. Because when I was in Maine hunting, uh, a black bear would walk under you. And you'd be like, how the fuck did that get there? And then it seen me and it ran. No noise. A deer? Deer crashed through the woods. Oh, yeah. Bears don't crash like that unless you're getting charged. Like even our guide is telling us. Like, Deer sound like clumsy people walking through the woods sometimes. Yeah. He said our guide of Maine said they're like they're called the ghosts of the woods. They really are like a black yeah. bear because they they don't make noise. And he said that if you know yeah, and what they're very soft. Squishy, yeah, those paws. big squishy paws. So they just and they know how to like go and <laughs> and he's like if black bears wanted to hunt you we'd be in trouble. It's like what he said. Yeah. Did I tell you about the one that I followed around in the woods? I just followed its tracks. And it it got onto a gut pile, mm-hmm. and it ate the guts. And you could see that the um, deer had been eating grapes. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. So, I think that the 
the bear got drunk off of it. Nice. Because after that, it started to kind of like weave around <laughs> a little bit more. It's like its tracks weren't really going in a straight line anymore. <laughs> kind of circled around a few times and then it threw up because it ate too much. You could see the guts there. And That's then it's funny. like, yeah, it was wild. You're right, Sean. Fuck red squirrels. I hate red squirrels when I'm hunting. Red I, squirrels suck. I, I hate red squirrels. Red squirrels might be the only animal I killed just to kill. I might actually I hate those take my shotgun out in the next couple of weeks and just go see how many red squirrels I can take off my land. They do it on purpose. Oh, yeah. They like jump and sound like a deer. You're like, oh, there's a deer and it's a fucking red squirrel. And you, oh, I just want to. They're kind of harder things. to shoot, too, because like <laughs> compared to compared to other squirrels, they never stop moving. Yeah. Like red squirrels. They don't stop moving very long. Yeah. Chipmunks are really tough. Red squirrels are red squirrels are pretty tough though. But the thing is, is red squirrels are aggressive. So like they'll they'll look at you and oh, yeah. where gray squirrels are kind of like fuck that. Like they move. So you can get a red a squirrel because the they're pretty just like pop up and look at you for like 10 minutes. Red too. squirrels are pretty territorial. Like if you walk, like they let you know, like, yeah. what are you doing here? Well, you know what the biggest thing, other than how annoying they are, is that they actually kill uh the babies of other species of, of squirrels. Of gray squirrels. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they're pretty bad. They really can wipe out your gray squirrel population. They're a lot they, they're a lot more harmful. They don't taste good either. Gray no. squirrel tastes good. Red squirrel does there's some I mean I've, I heard there's yeah. some way that you can do it. Like you gotta braise them or something. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've eaten them. Uh gray squirrels way better. Uh we usually go on like a small game and just like do like a mix. Like we'll just go like the best is grouse. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Till you eat a roughed grouse. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know tell you it's way better than any bird you've ever had anywhere else. Huh. No doubt in my mind. I never got a grouse. I, I did some hunting and we had a the chance Hawk to get I would love sharp to go points. after grouse. He's gone he, he's gone after pheasants with me and there were yeah. some grouse, uh, but we never we didn't get any. We got some nice pheasant though. Tell you what. Yeah, I've never had pheasant. That's nice. Yeah, it's just because we would never shoot them up here, and I don't think you can hunt them up here anymore. Uh, there's a season. Is there? I yeah. would never. They're just there's not enough of them around. Oh, oh, to hunt. Yeah, they're. Yeah. I was in South Dakota, and there were. Thousands oh yeah, <laughs> in the Dakotas, it was that's crazy. Like freaking nothing, right? But and that was Hawkeye was like six months old, and I took him with me up there, mm-hmm. and he brought back a pheasant. That's cool. I, oh yeah, yeah, I was like, I was so proud. Like this is the <laughs> coolest thing ever. I didn't even teach him how to do that. He just grabbed it and brought it back. It was cool. Pheasant hunting. Yep. Well, yeah, I guess there aren't... Uh, the only pheasant hunting I hear of in New York State is pretty much canned hunts. But hey, if you want to do some grouse hunting... Do you have grouse up on your land? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I know I know a spot where there's plenty of grouse. They're a little bit harder to hunt, though. So you got to hunt them like deer almost, don't you? Uh, well, they like... We get a lot of them because where the grouse, grouse like thick. Um, yeah. So we have a lot of pines. Uh-huh. So you just can get through the pines. And the problem, poor grouse don't have a chance because they don't fly quiet. Right. Boom, 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 well, boom, they spent and they boom, do all boom, that. Boom, boom, like, boom, boom. Yeah. Whenever I go up uh, turkey hunting, I just hear them drumming all morning. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, and it, it's not good for them. No. I mean, that, and that's <laughs> why they, and I started almost not liking to kill them anymore because. They can get really friendly. I don't know if you've ever seen. You can almost pet a grouse. Really? Yeah. I had one run away from me. Watch, once. watch, uh, watch some YouTube videos of people. They like they can go up and like grouse are pretty nice. Uh, they don't feel wild. I don't know. I don't like hunting things. I don't feel like you're hunting them. So. I can't. I won't be able to find this picture, but I'll I'll show you sometime. 
we were we were up hiking in a state forest near Greenwood. Yeah. And um somewhere out that way. And we found a grouse nest. Have you ever seen a grouse nest? No. So it was at the base of a tree. It was on the ground. It had like 14 eggs in it. Whoa. Never seen grouse eggs before. It was pretty cool. And and the grouse was on it. They're really good camouflage. They're like they blend right in with the leaves. And then uh I got too close to it. And it just got up and it ran away. Yeah. Yeah. They don't loud. even fly. You see them on the ground a lot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, pretty neat. I, I've walked up and I, and my dad has a cool story. Like he smoked one and the others just stayed there. Wow. And it was like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. They feel pretty defenseless sometimes. So, huh. yeah. Yeah. I have a couple things uh, like fox. I could never shoot a fox. Like, really? Yeah. No way. I love, I, they're the coolest creatures. Ever. They are pretty cool. Yeah. They're, and what are you going to do with it? Like, you're not going to eat it. And it's not really a varmint. It doesn't really affect anything like a coyote. You know, coyotes can get a little invasive and crazy. So, yeah, foxes just aren't for me. Sean, we're in. Pretty local Dundee. <laughs> he's got a spot down there. Does he? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's got a camp. It's a family camp. That's where I live, Sean. That's my... Yeah, I told he he yeah. almost made it up to the uh distillery, but he said he had something come up, he had to get home. So yeah, yeah there's lots of grouse there, but we, we still really need them anymore. We still need to get them into some of that bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah, yeah. This is a it's a fun podcast, just bullshit. Yeah. Fun, good talking about probably gotta wrap it up and random uh, shit. Get on with the rest of the day. Thanks yeah. for stopping by, everybody. Uh we will Gina leaves us after I take my Ugh, clothes Gina. off for. We'll definitely be here. We'll definitely be here next uh next Sunday and we'll have Marianne back with us. And um are we going to do election night? Or are we going to wait till after the election? Yeah, I don't know. You let me know. All right. We're going to we're debating, but we might do election night, we might not. Uh, we'll see what happens. It is a Tuesday, so we could probably make it work. Yeah. Please do something. Yeah. But uh, all right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed and uh, have a great day. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks.